There's no AI here. There's nothing artificial about the coach, Zach Willis, as we welcome him in one more time for first and 10 here on Sports Talk. Good evening, Coach. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. I'm honestly sitting here in shock over what I heard about Sports Illustrated, man. Just please tell me there's no AI going on with a swimsuit issue. <laughs> well, there might be some artificial stuff, but it's not intelligence. I can tell you that, okay? It might be artificial, but it's got nothing to do with intelligence. So what did you see? I know we, we know the personnel difference between South Carolina and Clemson, pretty stark in some areas. But what did you see on the field uh, uh regarding, you know, scheme, execution, performance, stuff like that? Well, you know, uh, first of all, I could congratulate both teams on, and coach, coaching staff because I saw what South Carolina tried to do and in some cases did do. Uh, and Clemson, you could you could see what both teams were trying to do. And that sounds kind of funny, but, you know, Phil, we, we, we've done a lot of games together. And throughout my career, where I didn't know what the heck the game plan was for a, a certain team. And that's not that's not a really we're having a little technical issues here. No, you're um, sorry. Um, anyway, basically, it, it came down honestly to one play, and it was that that backwards pass. I thought that was a either way close call. And Clemson's kicking game, the kicker had a career night. Uh, the only touchdown Clemson, you would, if you'd have told me the only touchdown they, they would score would be on defense. I would have said there's no way. South Carolina's defense was uh, – that that was not just a great effort. That was a very heroic effort. Um, you know, they're, they're outclassed on both sides of the ball to a degree. But Carolina – Shane Beamer has a gift for getting kids to overachieve. I'll just say that. Clemson played a solid game. South Carolina played way over their head on defense. And Clemson's defense, probably the best in the country – I don't think I don't think it's a stretch to say that they mm-hmm. they contained two great offensive players and they basically did it with straight Barnes just co- he covered Leggett straight up Leggett won some he won some but in the end you know they contained him and they did it without really doing anything special other than doing what they've done all year long and that's dominate on defense. Of course, Rattler never had a whole lot of time. No. They dropped back. Not a whole lot of comfort in the pocket there. Obviously, Clemson's defense was on it all night long. Uh, they were physical. They were fast. Um, where do you think South Carolina has to go from here? They've got to step up their recruiting. Uh, you know, and I've watched it all year long. And honestly, the, the NIL part of it, they've got to step that up. They they can't have kids leaving the program like Jordan Birch, who they really could have used this year on defense. The the big kid is a name escapes me, honestly. Uh it went down to Florida State. He's one of their best players on the undefeated team. Gilbert uh, Edmund. You know, Gilbert Edmund. Yes. I mean, just huge losses there. And from what I hear, they did everything they could do to hold these, to try to keep these kids there. But they've got to figure the NIL out. And they've got to go out and they've got to win some recruiting battles on some better players, especially on the offensive line. Uh, it's just a talent situation. Um, they've got some great personnel now. I'm not saying they don't because they've got some game breakers too. But Clemson just has so many more. I mean, they're, they're true freshmen out there just playing great for them. They have to feel really bad about losing four games with the talent they have, and they've got to solve their problem 
at quarterback. Klubnik looked out of sync all night long. Um, he's looked like that for a while now, to be honest. And I don't know why. I don't, I'm not in the room with him. I think Dabo's doing a great job of basically re, recreating their identity as a now more of a ball control offense that plays to their strength. And here's the deal. It may not be as pretty or spectacular as it was with Deshaun Watson and with Trevor, but they're winning again. And trust me, at the end of the day, a win is a win. And when you beat South Carolina and your Clemson or vice versa, that's the biggest game of the year. And don't let anybody tell you any different. It always is. And I'm sure Dabo or Coach Beaver would say the same thing. Do you think Sweeney should be criticized for a poor coaching job this year considering they lost four games or praised – for winning his last four, uh, saving the season, uh, having something to build on, uh, and also when you take into consideration their injuries and the games that they gifted to other teams to some degree with their turnovers. Well, the, the, the turnover thing was huge. The Duke game was a gift. The Florida State game was a gift. They all were. Miami, they all were. Um, and and, and these, are, these are not bad teams they lost to. But when you're losing double overtime on the road and you're fumbling it and doing all kind of crazy stuff and Florida State ends up undefeated, you look back and you know just how good they could have been. As a coach, from a coaching standpoint, I praise him because a lot of guys would have imploded. You put Jimbo Fisher, even only guys I know that can save something like that or a guy like Sweeney or a guy like Saban. Mark D'Antonio, who I worked for at Michigan State, was one of the best at that. We never had the talent of some of the upper echelon teams. We still won Big Ten championships and beat those teams. And it's because of the culture those coaches bring with them. Saban has a culture. Look at what they did against Auburn the other day, and I literally was talking right before they made the play. Look how they're not panicking. Look how together they are. Mm -hmm. They're not freaking out. And, of course, you you pressure uh, the quarterback there. That probably doesn't happen, but – Dabo does the same thing. It's a different approach. Antonio had his own approach, but it's very methodical. And you can see a change, especially against Notre Dame. Notre Dame's got a heck of a football team. And Clemson pretty much wrecked their season. Uh, but they just shut them down in the fourth quarter. And you and I were talking. They just put the brakes on and said, you're not – we're going to pin you down here, and we know you can't beat our defense. And they did the same thing to South Carolina. And the fact that's a massive switch in game strategy and game management from the high-flying, 50-50 ball-throwing, run-up-the-score Clemson teams we've seen in the past, the fact that he could identify it and then get his kids to buy into it and coaches to buy into it and execute it against ranked opponents in in a very good South Carolina team, probably the best team that won't go to a bowl in the country. Um, You know, incredible job in my opinion, because I know psychologically, feel how hard it is to get kids to switch gears. And they had all these injuries with their wide receivers. They struggled at that position. Their wide receiver, you, they're really struggling right now there, but they find ways, and the key is find a way to win. How many coaches have you known in your career that span decades, going back to Vince Lombardi, that could find a way to win when, when the wheels were falling off? And trust me, it looked like the wheels were falling off for sure that offense, and he just simplified things, backed things up, and basically followed what his mentor Gene Stallings would have done who learned it from Bear Bryant, find a way to win the football game. 
control the game and played your strength, which is their defense, and their kicker had a career night, or they may not win that ball game. Their defense and their kicking game won the game for them. And it was it was really a hard fault, one of the best played Palmetto Bowls I've seen. And I know I'm a coach. I see things differently. I know it wasn't as exciting. But, man, watching the effort that both teams put out there, we've got two high-quality coaches in that state, very high-character programs. And I, I, go, I went to bed every night this year after watching those games, Phil, and thought, you know what, neither one of those teams gave up. They may have lost the game but they didn't do it because of a lack of character, lack of mental toughness. Coach, it's been great having you with us throughout the season. We'll get back to you around uh, bowl time when Clemson's getting ready for the bowl game. We get uh, into bowl season and around the national championship playoff time. But we really appreciate it every Monday night. It's been a great learning experience for everybody, and we'll talk to you again soon. Well, it's my honor, guys, to be associated with you guys. And I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas and a happy Hanukkah. Yes, sir. Thank Thanks, you very Thanks, much, coach. coach. And best to Sarah Thanks. and the family. Sarah, of course, the one that uh, literally carries that family because, you know, she's a bodybuilder. She could literally put that family on her back and carry it uh, down the road if she had to. But, uh, of course, Zach can hold his own in the weight room. He still, he still works out.